Movie Sucktastic is a podcast about bad movies and the people that love them. But it's more than just a podcast. It's an, also an online presence. If you want to know more about Movie Sucktastic or want to become a part of Movie Sucktastic, you can find us on Facebook. You can find us on Twitter, at Movie Sucktastic. You can find our blog at boothreviews.blogspot.com. Or if you want to give your own reviews that we might use on the show, you can go to reviews.moviesucktastic.com and check out our, our own little lunch.com community for Movie Sucktastic. Check us out and become a part of the show because the only thing more fun than a bad movie is sharing it. One evening when the sun went down and the jungle fire was burning down the tracks came a hobo hiking and he said, boys, I'm not turning I'm headed for a land that's far away <laughs> Beside the crystal fountain I guess they still can't hear us. Do you remember how Alice wasn't always in Wonderland? She fell down, 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 deep in a hole. Right, well, I wasn't always in room. <gasps> I'm like Alice. Now we've got a chance. I'm scared. I know. Truck. Truck. Wiggle out. Wiggle out. Jump. Jump. Run. Run. <laughs> In the big rock candy mountain, there's a land that's clear and bright. I'm headed for a land that's Thanks for saving our little girl. Beside the crystal You're going to love it. You're listening to Movie Sucktastic. in your head <laughs> oh no, i know that voice no you're not you, that you <laughs> you will transfer ah. one million dollars into my account what am i a canadian paypal guy come on ah <laughs> sorry ah. i thought you were going to say a nigerian prince but that's that's okay <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Movie Sucktastic! 
Hello, 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 hello. Episode number one hundred and something towards the Oscars. That's right. <laughs> we're we're kind of playing loose with the numbers here because we're recording a lot of episodes at once to catch up. Uh, well, we intended to do it this way anyway. We just don't know the order that they're going to go in yet because yeah, exactly. mainly because of the fact that our two hundredth episode is coming up, and we really are trying not to make that just a just a regular film review. Right, we're trying. We're trying to do something special. So we're going to get all of these episodes out before the Oscars, which is in two weeks. Um, Or actually less than two weeks. I think it's 12 days. Um, Yeah. And um, we're going to, you know, we're going to get them out that way, but we're going to do something for our 200th. And we just don't know what. We just don't know what the fuck we're going to do. But we'll know before you do, and that's all that matters. (laughs) Yeah. So this episode, we're reviewing the Oscar-nominated, uh, Best Picture-nominated film, The um, <clears throat> Oh, hi, <Boom>. Scott. <laughs> oh. Oh, oh, hi, Scott. You keep getting my movie wrong. <laughs> oh, hi, doggy. So we, this came up last episode. I, I keep mixing up Room with The Room, um, it, just because of the name, obviously. And The Room, yeah. of course, by, um, uh, what's his name again? Uh, Tommy, Tommy Wiseau. Tommy Wiseau. Uh, very famous, horrible film. And I, I couldn't stop giggling, and I wanted to wait until this episode. Uh, Joey, you've seen this film, right, Joey? Obviously, you're reviewing it. Of course, I've seen it, yes. Right. I liked it so there's the one, very much. So there's the one scene. There's a scene, and, and you know, there's not much spoilers for this movie because you know the plot going in, what you're going in for is like it's, the journey. It's, it's in the trailer. That, yeah. You know, they're yeah, in, you know. They're, they're trapped, and they get out. Young, yeah, teenage girl is kidnapped and trapped as a sex slave, which happens a lot more often than you'd think. Yeah, and um, all seriousness aside, uh, and he, in captivity she has this child and raises the child up until age what six, eight, eight, five, five. So, that's what I meant. <laughs> and um, it's uh, and so for, you, those couldn't five, those couldn't be two more different ages. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Up until the age of five, this kid only knows this one room as their entire world, and then yeah. they escape, and then oh wow, then there's the whole coping thing. Um, but so this kid has a morning ritual where he goes around the room and says, good morning, sink, good morning, dresser, uh, good morning, chair. And so... <laughs> good morning, lamp. And when he said good morning, lamp, I'm just like, I love lamp. I love I lamp. Love <laughs> <So> <laughs> I would have worded that differently just for the idiots out there like me that are thinking of <laughs> fucking Ron Burgundy. I love and, lamp. <laughs> and all I can think of is Tommy Wiseau's, a, oh, hello, sink. Oh, hello, cabinet. Oh, hello, lamp. Oh, hello, chair. <laughs> hi, doggy. Oh, oh hi, chair. <laughs> I had an imaginary doggy once. <laughs> hi, doggy. <laughs> oh, ma, you're so funny. Ha, 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 And you're right. Uh, if, they don't, if, they, if they don't do that in the Oscars, then they fucking lost every chance they ever had. Yeah, it, it, it'll be... <laughs> It's an opportunity that they shouldn't miss. So, um, inopportune uh, naming references aside, Mm -hmm. uh, let's review the movie Room. Room. Uh, After you, sir. Now, this is an adapted screenplay. It's based on the book Room, which was a huge hit when it came out. Best-selling novel. And I'm not familiar with um, when the book came out. Well, years Uh, ago, I think. Yeah, so obviously it it became such a and mainly I get the feeling and I 
don't have a timeline, so I'm, I'm just guessing. But I'm assuming it became a big hit because of the Amanda Berry uh, kidnapping. You yeah, know? Now, because author... she was also kidnapped with two other women, and they were held in captivity for something like 12 years. Um, so, you know, this movie, the book, or the novel, I should say, it had like an it had an impact an immediate one because it's not a true story but like you said this shit happens <laughs> so I mean, people no, like what? really they 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 really it, it resonated with with people because of everything that happened in the media because of the Amanda Berry story yeah. plus what's happened to other other uh, people as well so uh, it and then obviously got turned into uh, an Oscar nominated film and, and- and I think one of the reasons the book did so well is because it came out around the same time as the Amanda Berry thing, uh, if I got the name right. And just That's that. Right. Uh, now, and again, you, you can pick up. I, I know I've read like um, true crime magazines from the 60s and 70s about like women kidnapped and trapped under like, you know, like spare rooms under the bed. And it, this was like kind of like the same thing in um, uh, The Lovely Bones, except right. she last eight years <laughs> but no. because raping and killing a child's funny anyway um so this happens a lot more often than you would think is popular and uh so it's she didn't as she said in many interviews she didn't base it off of one specific incident but the fact that it came on the heels of a major incident with three women that were having children at the same time you know in this house for years on end it had an impact, definitely. It was like yeah, big, it was uh, fortuitous the the timing of the book. Yeah, it was a big impact. Um, so, the the main uh, plot of the film, and I'm actually, it's not a difficult plot. It's it's simple is not the right word. It does have uh, moving parts, but. The She's plot kid- is not why you're watching the film. I mean, right. like, the plot it's, it's, is, it's not like a the Revenant. Plot. The plot isn't why you watch the Revenant either. Right. You yeah. know, um, but she said she's captured and she's there for seven years. Right. So just the fact that they tell you that the kid is five means she spent two years alone first. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's it's like to wrap your head around that. Now, I'm going to say mild spoiler alert because there's one or two things I'm going to talk about in the film that don't ruin the film for you. Okay. But if you want total surprise, then mild spoiler alert. Mild spoiler alert. Okay. But again, you know the plot. You know they, they're captured. And you, know, you know at one point they escape. It's right, in the, it's right in the trailer. Not only do they, they tell you that they escape in the trailer, they show you how in the trailer. Which is fucked. Come on. <laughs> at least leave that much to the imagination. I know. Yeah, the, the whole idea is just wrapping your head around the idea of, of living a, in this like one room for seven years, or as a child growing up for five years, and then all of a sudden going back into the real world. Yeah, and that's like where a lot of the um, drama and tension comes from. Uh, and this film is up for best screenplay, which is one of my favorite categories. Uh, it's up for best adapted screenplay, and uh, this is a rarity, I think, in my opinion, because it's adapted by the original author. She wrote the book and she wrote the screenplay. Oh wow, that usually doesn't go go over very well. Usually it doesn't work, but she had written the screenplay previously, so it's not like it was her first screenplay. It wasn't oh, okay. like Stephen King writing um, Sleepwalkers. 
you know. <laughs> she had done a film back in 2002 called Pluck, which um, was only 10 minutes, you know. So. Oh, it's a short movie. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, but, <laughs> but... Come on. Anyway, she, but she adapted her own screenplay, and I think she did a hell of a job. Uh, I did not know that the author wrote the screenplay as well, so I will go, I will agree with you, yes. Yes, I'm right. You're good. <laughs> Now, what are your feelings on the film, Joey, having gone into it? I, and- I enjoyed the movie. Um, now being now being a, a, someone that has children... Oh, here I, we go. Th- hey. <laughs> uh, I, find, I find that movies like this, uh, that have these kind of... Uh, s- the story structure and scenes that are hard to take and just... Even just imagining myself or myself and my children in a situation like that, and I'm not going to say that, you know, it made me cry, but what it does is I think it helps me review the film in a different light where I can not understand because I can't understand because, you know, I'm not in a situation like that, but I can envision what that could be like and it puts me at, at at an area of 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 uneasiness and now now myself as someone who doesn't have children right. uh, i was um i was bored by the film and i actually felt contempt towards the characters and was rooting for the guy who kidnapped them no that's not true <laughs> <laughs> that's not true that's no, not true but <laughs> you'd be a soulless anyway. bastard if that was true <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. I was just going with the flow. I was yeah. just going with the flow. That's all. Anyway, you were continue. Ju- I'm sorry. Just doing a polar opposite of me. That's all. Yeah. Uh, but no, it, it's uh, having kids. Really, it puts me in a mindset of trying to understand what this person's going through because she does have a child. This kid is old enough to understand things, and it's just I can't even fathom what that must be like. But I can try and imagine it because I do have children, and. It it makes it made me uneasy to think of my child in, in in any way, shape, or form being deprived of anything, especially like locked in a room for five years and this poor girl in there for seven. So it it just it it, it helped me watch this movie a different way. And movies that are like this, where it involves children uh, or parents dealing with things with their children. I watch it a little differently, I think, uh, just being a parent. So it gets you, it gets you right there. It it does. It definitely does. There was one the one scene where I did get uh, choked up, and it was the scene where he's in the car. He doesn't know what the hell is going on because he's never been outside of this fucking room, and they go to the house where they were kept, and she runs out to the car and she's screaming and yelling because he's safe and that she just wants him and then they finally embrace and it's just like I got a little choked up with that. Yeah. Because I, mean, I, I can I can see that. I can see being away from your child and then being reunited, you know, it just uh you know, that I can see it. Yeah, I mean um and the director really gets across that whole sense just through the visuals when the kid first sees like outside and stuff, great directorial. Yeah. Um, 
for a low budget, got, pretty much indie film too. Yeah. Now, I, I like this film. I think it's a hands down <coughs> the best adapted screenplay. I mean, hello, written by the author. Come on. Yeah. Uh, but and and done well too. Not hackneyed. Uh, I I think it's a great screenplay. If I hadn't known that the the author wrote the screenplay too, I'd still say this is the best. It's a really weak category this year. Adapted screenplay is the Big Short. Yeah. Brooklyn. Uh, <laughs> Carol. I haven't seen it yet. The only one I haven't seen in Best Picture. Okay. Adapted screenplay. The Martian. Okay, passable. And the Room. I, I think Room really room. takes it away. I. Oh hi personally. Scott. Can you? Can I have my Oscar now, Scott? <laughs> Never gonna <laughs> shut happen, up, Tommy. Shut up, Tommy. Shut up, Tommy. <laughs> um. But I do have three minor quibbles with the film. That's also why this movie wasn't called The Room. The Room, Because, right. well, the, book, because also, the film the with Tommy Wiseau is just legendary for being well, so bad. So Well, that that's the second reason. The first reason is because the book wasn't called The Room. The book was called Room. Well, that's why the book wasn't called The Room either. No, that's not why the book was called Room. I, <laughs> it's not at all. They don't care about movie titles when they name books. Trust me. I guess not. No, yeah, probably it, not. Um, but it definitely but, probably crawled through the author's mind. Maybe it once. Wasn't the room, it was room as in earth, as in like life. Right. Room was the only place that, you know. And again, dialogue plays such a strong role in this film with how the kid talks, how the mother talks to the kid. Right. It's a shoo-in, the, the wind. And the kid, the kid was great too, which is usually not the case. The kid is usually kind of, you know, it's like, all right, I, the, the movie's better than the kid. But the kid actually did a really good job as far as playing a kid stuck in this room for so long and dealing with getting out of it. And I was annoyed at first when I read that the, that the kid wore a wig for the long hair uh, during those scenes. But then I kind of realized, yeah, it's kind of hard to have a kid grow five years worth of hair because, you know, <laughs> the kid's five. Yeah, I initially thought that they they like found a kid that had long hair like that, and they just used it. And I was like, "That's no. stupid." <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, I, I'm against the wig." They're like, "Yeah, I'm an idiot. Let me shut up." Um, hey, right, kid, were I'm, you living? Were you actually living in a room for five years? Oh, your parents are hippies. Okay, you got the part. How cool would it be <laughs> if they if they combine room with boy, and actually <laughs> actually did this and filmed it over five years <laughs> there's your next there's your next project you fucking flake motherfucker later richard link later yeah link later yeah how about trapping a woman and like having her raise a child for five years and filming every year you fucking hack <laughs> not a fan of that guy in case you didn't notice no anyway, um only movie i ever truly loved by him was dazed and confused such a good movie never seen it great movie you should um, check it out I know I should. It's on my list. Um, so I have three minor quibbles with the film. All right. And they're and I'm assuming they're I'm assuming the film is faithful to the book since the author wrote the screenplay. So yep. it's probably a quibble with the author itself. And you can tell the film was written by a woman <laughs> because of Okay, Mr. Trump. <laughs> three or two. No, no. I think it's a fair criticism. All right, there's two scenes in the film. That I was like, all right, yeah, written by a woman, I get it, let's move on. First, no, three, there's three. First, the first scene, you, you when said the kid three. escaped, yeah, three, when the kid escaped <laughs> from the cops, 
Put your martini down, sir. And uh, it's, it's, to the, to, it's to the right. And the two cops find them. It's a black female cop and then a white male cop. Yep. Right? Yep. So the black female cop is, okay, where's your mother? What is this? What is this? And then the, the white, the fat, fat white cop in the front seat driving is like, ah, kid's probably on drugs. What the fuck? Really? Yeah. This okay. is, the, this, the, you, the, you know what? The, I, I like that you're going here because this is actually a problem that I've noticed the, the shaming of, of men this way. Uh, watch any commercial on TV where there's a man and a woman in the commercial. The man is a moron. Well, that's different because they're selling to women. So they understand that. Uh, no, 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 no. It's not always being sold to women. I'm saying okay. any, just watch any commercial. Just any... Like, for instance, uh, here's a commercial no. recently. There's a Discover Card commercial. Perfect example. Discover Card... They don't care who they sell their credit credit to. But the commercial has the woman on the phone talking to the other person who is also a woman. And she's talking about how her husband did this with the this and this and the credit card and all that. And she goes, oh, okay, uh, you know, blah, blah, blah. Oh, he did this. Oh, that's great with the credit card. Oh, uh, is he still in trouble? Oh, no. Last week he came home with a puppy. And there he is coming down the stairs because his puppy's going to piss on the carpet. And, of course, the man is a fucking moron. Well, that's because Watch any that's commercial that. with men and women in it. The man, is, the man is a moron every time. Because well, in a in a married relationship, that's usually the case. But what I'm saying is, oh. <laughs> in this specific instance, they're like, okay, the the overweight white guy has to be crude and not care about the kid. And they, ah, the kid's probably on drugs. Ah, but you know, and and every time this 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 black white this black woman cop is trying to get something for the kid. The, the fat white cop, male cop, has to interject, <laughs> ah, ah, ah. and then she's like, shut up, William, I'm trying to talk to the child. They're like, all right, yeah, I get it. Men are insensitive and assholes. Yeah, fuck off. Then later, like the father of the girl that was, was kidnapped and rescued can't even look at the child. And okay, on a character level, I'll give you that, but it's just so like, what, what kind of situation where you can't even look at it? It just feels a little bit female-centric. Yep. Now, and the third part isn't really male versus female as, as much as okay a blatant attempt to ratchet tension in the in the uh, storyline that doesn't ring true to reality. Eventually, she cedes to an interview with the press, and they get a, a woman, a female interviewer there. Yep. During the interview, now I would assume if their lawyer is not a fucking retard. That they cleared the questions before the interview with the girl who was captured and imprisoned for seven years. Right. Let's just assume that they're allowed to screen the questions ahead of time. Because that would be the smart fucking thing to do. Even if they didn't do that. The fact that the female interviewer would question the mother, mother's decision not to abandon their child at birth. A teenage girl kidnapped during high school. And you're going to question, why didn't you come to the logical conclusion to let him take your baby when you had it? What the fuck? Who, what, besides Nancy Grace, what <laughs> journalist would actually ask that fucking question to a girl that was kidnapped during high school and had a child after being raped for two years and ask her, how come you didn't come Seven. to the rational decision? No, no, raped after two. Oh, so she was raped. 
okay, until she, she actually had the baby. Yeah, she was well, raped for two years. She was raped continuously, but she had the baby after two. Yeah. It's like, what, what female journalist would actually ask the question, how come you didn't have the child's best interest in mind when, as a, as a raped pregnant teenager, you decided not to have beg the person to give your child away? So, right. who the fuck? It, and then she asked the question of uh, about the father being in the kid's life. It's like, wait, what? Yeah, Is this going to happen from prison if he's ever caught? It's just like, you know, who? first of all, again, like reality sinking in. One, are they screening these questions? And two, who the fuck would ask us of a girl who, as a teenager in high school, was kidnapped and raped repeatedly in a locked room? Really? Who the fuck? Th- again, except Nancy Grace. Who would fucking do that? <laughs> so, there, there, there are these little moments where I'm lifted out of the story by the author's uh, bias and the author's blatant attempt to just twist the story towards the direction she wants to go in. Right. Other than those three little points, great, great story, great screenplay, great book. I guess I haven't read it. You know what my uh, my favorite commercial that involves uh, a man being a moron is? <laughs> what what, what pray tell? It's a Century Twenty One commercial. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's a real estate commercial. I think I've heard this one. Yes. Uh, <laughs> this 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 one involves. Uh, why is there an interview with Michael Keaton on the screen? <laughs> it's the wrong interview. <laughs> let's uh let's kill that one overused phrase you catch yourself using okay i can't hear it no 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 no, oh. no that, i muted it but it's gone all right <laughs> anyway it's a century 21 commercial it's a real estate commercial it's a man and a woman in their kitchen talking about and this is during the real estate the <sighs> the bubble had just burst mm-hmm. okay so now everyone is scrambling, trying to figure out, fuck, the Ponzi scheme is over. <laughs> I'm not going to be able to buy this $500,000 house and sell it for a million next year, god damn it. So all of the realtors um, and all of the, the, you know, the realty companies like Century 21, they're scrambling to try and make sure that they still get your money because they knew something was coming. So they got a man and a woman in the kitchen. And they're fighting. They're fighting over whether they should buy a house or not. And, of course, the answer was no. <laughs> the man is like, the house is too expensive. And it's, you know, we, you know, we can't afford it. And the wife is just, like, barking at him. Yeah, but the schools are great. It's like, this is everything that I hate about people that buy houses and, you know, location, 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 and realty companies and real estate agents. But... The, the house is great, it's in a great neighborhood, and, you know, Blue Ribbon School, fucking hate the term Blue Ribbon School, Blue Ribbon School, and the, the husband's like, yeah, but the kids are two and four, and then the wife gives him this look, like, you stupid, stupid little man, like, she actually gave him this look, like, she shook her head, you know, she did one of these, like, you, you are so stupid, and the answering machine... Or uh, uh, they're on speakerphone. The real estate agent, Suzanne, is listening to the entire conversation. And in, in a monotone, 
heaven's uh, heaven's gate kind of way it's like trust us we know what we're doing buy the house and the husband the moron that he is succumbs and he's like did you see the size of that garage <laughs> fade to black <laughs> i'm sorry it has nothing to do with the movie room but it has everything to do with what we were talking about <laughs> well i mean I'll, I'll i'll tell you i mean i i i was actually uh, i ended up in the movie theater watching the film intern oh the one with de niro yeah and oh, and boy. uh uh my my boss actually wanted to go so i went with her and uh during that film i i turned to her halfway through and said obviously written by a woman <laughs> she's like and like later when we left the theater, I said, what do you mean by obviously written by women? So well, everybody was quirky. Eventually, no one had negative uh, character character peaks. The woman in charge eventually was right. Everything ended happy, and the guy that was cheating on the wife eventually apologized and begged for her to take her back. Obviously written by a fucking woman. <laughs> Come on! <laughs> it's like blatantly obvious. Uh, I mean, I don't get that much from the room from room right uh, that way, except those three little points. But um, next to uh, the Revenant, this film yeah. is, is 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 a great film. It really manages to convey the confusion and the isolation and the integration and all that stuff about you know the the whole story. Uh, great acting. I wouldn't yep. be surprised if, if Brie, whatever... Um... She, oh, yeah. Uh, well, like I was saying in the last episode, Leonardo DiCaprio, there's no there's no contesting it. He's winning Best Actor. Brie Larson, there's no contesting it. She's winning Best Actress. Those are your Best Actor and Best Actress nom- uh, winners. Brie Larson and Leonardo DiCaprio. It's, it's, it's a, it's a, it, it's a, a lock. World. In a perfect it's a, world. It's a lock. Well, consider the next two weeks perfect. Up until Oscar night, when they actually announced their names, because that's it's happening. It's I, a I lock. Think, I think you and I should weigh in on this on uh, HSX. Yeah, aren't we beyond that though? Wouldn't our wouldn't we have to buy the stock by now? Yeah, but it would be t- definitely weighted. But at least we'd like be you know putting our money where our mouth is. Yeah, but we just fill out ballots, and it's the same thing. <laughs> that's true too. You're right. Never mind. <laughs> I'm All going to be. I don't know if I'm going to be doing a show that night. Uh, I might just sit back and enjoy the show with my wife. Although I did ask her if she'd like to be my co-host. Um, that I may, would love that. I would love that too. You'd let her know that I am. I would love that. Just to let her, just tell her Scott would love that. Yeah. So at the very very minimum, I will be live tweeting the the Oscar show if I'm not doing a podcast. Right. So. If you're, even though you'll be on vacation, if you're around and actually watching it where you are, feel free to do the same. Oh, I might have to like wind up at like a hotel bar somewhere. <laughs> now is that that's the 29th, right? I believe it's the t- well, whatever Sunday, the last Sunday yeah. in February is. Let me just check because uh, the timing on that might be bad. Where it is, is the 20. It is the 28th. 28th. Okay, that's good because the 29th is my anniversary. Ah. So the 28th, I can swing it. 29th would be like, no, yeah. you're not even leap, looking at a Leap year film. anniversary. So this is like what, your second anniversary? Second anniversary, yes. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah. 
it's it's more hilarious than the person that said tells you that they're you know seven years old when they're really twenty eight. It's like fuck you. And, not, and what movie it, what movie plays that uh, that whole thing with the leap year? I don't remember. Is, is pirate that, movie. The pirate, is that the movie. pirate movie. God, I haven't seen that in. Give me forever. a happy ending every time. I love that movie. <laughs> is that out on Blu-ray yet? Is that oh, one of those I surprise Blu-rays? Fucking wish. Like somebody, uh, might have been Steven, uh, posted to our Facebook page. I don't think it was Dale, uh, but she somebody posted. Steven and Dale are the men. They are the so men. One of them posted that uh, my science project is coming up to Blu-ray. They posted the picture of the DVD cover. I responded with my, uh, if you're cool, the sun shines on you 24 hours a day. But I, I forget <laughs> who posted it. Well, you don't look like no pepperoni pizza. <laughs> <laughs> I f- yeah, that that was one of those movies that made no money, that was played ad nauseum on Showtime. All right, real quick, I, I I'm retaking a uh, a creative writing fiction class just to get my juices flowing again because I'm trying to finish uh-huh. my book, and uh, for the first time ever at Warren County College, um, great great teacher, great professors, the people that run the school are fucking assholes. Um, for the first time ever, I'm the oldest person in the class. Literally, everybody else is a teenager, and then there's me. Oh, it came out yesterday on Blu-ray. What's it? What's it? My Science oh, Project. Oh, great. Um, it's $10. <laughs> the professor's probably a little bit older than me. Maybe 10 years older than me at the max. Uh-huh. I think I think he's roughly 10 years older than me. So but we're the two oldest guys in the room. So we're talking about John Voight, and I mentioned, hey, Anaconda. He's like, oh! And everyone, <laughs> everybody else at the table, blank faces. Like they've never heard of the fucking film. Say really? It's not that old. Fifteen years old. Exactly. Or seven. It's seven. It's fuck. It's not even two decades old. Exactly. And these kids were fucking in diapers when that film came out. Like, oh fuck, I'm old. They don't even. They forget like the references to like uh, like um, real films back from the seventies and eighties. Anaconda didn't get a blink. Like shit. (laughs) Nobody knows Jennifer Lopez. I mean, yeah, right? her her ass made an made an appearance in that one. You think they'd be all over it? I don't think they even recognize John Voight's name. That's like how bad. It oh, was. that's a I'm guarantee. Just, I was like, "Fuck!" This one girl's reading reading The Shining. Like, ever seen the movie? Like, no. Like, of course not, because you're fucking uh, like under twenty, bitch. <laughs> I didn't say that, of course, because I'm I'm a nice person. Yeah, yeah. But uh, it's getting worse. We're like, it, I'm I'm hitting that point where you talk about films. And then it, people around you that aren't your age group, just like give you a blank stare. So what movie is that? Yeah. So really? You've got cable and the internet. What the fuck? You should have seen every movie in the world twice by now. God damn it. Anyway, The Room. <sighs> the uh, Room. Oh, room. oh, hi, Scott. Um, uh, great acting. Yep. Uh, very slightly biased against men, but only slightly. The male doctor is a, a good character, and the the uh, the uh, stepfather, so to speak, he's a decent guy. So of course, they the male make... doctor has a beard, though. Although I bet they delve into that a little bit more in the novel. Possibly. I wouldn't be surprised. Is all I'm saying. I wouldn't be either. Um, but uh, 
Oh, and yeah. if anyone is wondering why I'm even saying that, is because the the main uh, the person that kidnaps her has a beard. So, you know, there, there's I don't know if there was a connection psychologically, yeah. probably some connection with that. I would wonder if and I don't know if the whole book's from the perspective of the child either. I haven't read the book, so I don't know if the whole book is from the child's perspective. I I, uh, no, I, I, haven't, I haven't read it either. I rough I believe it is, but I'm not certain. So that would be a question. I mean, from the movie standpoint, the film, for the most part, doesn't show anything outside of the child's perspective. Right. So I, I'm leaning towards the book being from the kid's point of view. Uh, I don't know. I haven't read it. But um, in that sense, the film kind of follows that same chronology where the kid is the, the focus of the film. So we don't experience anything that the kid doesn't experience. Mm-hmm. So that's there. Um, but, I mean, as far as best adapted screenplay, hands down, this film, if this film doesn't win, then, you know, fuck them. <laughs> uh, best picture, I would say top three. Uh, if I had to go best picture in order, I'd go Revenant, Mad Max, Room. That would, would be say, my order. I would say Revenant, Room, Mad Max because of the ending of Mad Max. And you know how I feel about the ending of Mad Max, I'm and much more forgiving. <laughs> I'm much more forgiving of it than you. I'm not. I'm not disagreeing that it wasn't a weak ending. I'm just saying I, I not holding it against it as much as you are. Ruined the whole movie for me. <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> kind of. <did. laughs> it's, the, it's the only part of the. It's one of only two parts I regretted from the film. The other part is the fact that he kept mentioning redemption every 15 minutes. <laughs> I tell you what, how about we do this? We'll just call it Redemption Road and you stop saying the fucking word. How about that? Other than that, I'm fine. Wasn't there a movie called Redemption Road with Leonardo uh, DiCaprio? With Leonardo? Yeah, and Kate Winslet. Was that called Redemption Road? Oh, wow. I don't think of such a film exists was that was that uh, subconsciously are you thinking about um perdition no road to perdition no that was tom hanks that was a sam mendez movie right there's revolutionary uh... road sorry okay yeah revolutionary road so. <laughs> like no it was, i was close not really it began with an r in that case yeah very close <laughs> okay, but, uh, but, but you, you heard it here first. Room best best adapted screenplay, and uh, well, probably not first, but you heard it here, and uh, definitely one of the top contenders for best picture. Yeah, especially yeah. with the whole like pro women movement being popular now. <laughs> it's just popular now. You know, it's fucking women. Yeah, fucking women. Well. Anyway, all right. Oh. Man, we're only halfway done. <laughs> now, am I the only person that I kept waiting for the twist where the Jack was actually a girl? No. I... I... I no. No? Or, or, or I should say, yes, you were the only person. <laughs> okay. Because I wasn't... I was like, no, it's, he's a for boy. the first half hour, I'm waiting for that like twist where I lied about it being a boy because I didn't want him to rape her. But then like it didn't happen. I was like, all right, fine. <laughs> I'm sure in the book, I'm sure it was, it, it maybe went into the, uh, when she did deliver, 
and it turned out to be a boy that there's probably a section in the book where there's this relief you know and maybe that was mentioned That's at possible. that part of the book but anyway all right uh i'm gonna be doing this a lot of times tonight go to our website at moviesucktastic.com and uh, yes <laughs> and download all our shows there tune in every week at eight o'clock on thursdays live uh and also you can listen to the show right from the website you can go to our facebook uh dot com slash moviesucktastic page and you can uh see everything that we post there it's all movie related it's everything we talk about uh you can go to itunes and you can download the show there as well leave a review you can call us at 908-514-4470. If you want to email us, the address is themovieguys.moviesucktastic.com. Also, go ahead and uh, go to our Tumblr page at moviesucktastic.tumblr.com. You can download the free Android app for your phone, tablet, phablet. Scott loves his, his phablet. Don't, don't <laughs> fucking say that word. <laughs> it's the only reason I do say it. Um, I know. Uh, you can get that. It's totally free. Everything I just talked about is on there and uh, easy to get to. You can listen to the show right from your phone. Um, there's also a mobile version of the website for all of you iPhone users. And, uh, yeah, if you want to do a Google search for us. Google it. Yeah, we come up just about everywhere. Because we're uh, just fucking do it. awesome. <laughs> just do a search for Movie Sucktastic. And uh, that about does it. Do you have any words of wisdom, Mr. Wilson? Yes, don't kidnap teenage girls and keep them in a shed for seven years, raping them repeatedly, because that's not nice. Well, uh, I will speak for myself to say that should be a, a known, a given, but I'm glad you mentioned it anyway. If it was a given, it wouldn't keep happening. I'm just saying. <laughs> that is true. It's true. All right, everybody, we'll talk to you next week. Bye-bye. Stop breaking down a fourth wall, man. Why you got to do that? Well, there's no walls because it's audio, so technically there are no walls, man. We're, like, in the ether. No, they're virtual, but there is walls. Virtual. Nobody needs to know that we're doing another episode right after this, but now they do. Oh, now they do, yeah. That just means we work hard. Yeah, we work our asses off. Yeah, All right. because we're dedicated. Yeah. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.